Hello everybody, I'm Sean and welcome back to the Croc Time Podcast, delivering weekly updates on markets and geopolitics, providing you with valuable insights and unique perspectives on events and trends shaping the world. In today's episode, we will look into Thailand. We'll go over the country's recent political instability and highlight some of its structural macroeconomic weaknesses. Thailand is, in fact, affected by terrible demographics, high debt, poor education, and an unproductive agricultural sector. In recent months, Thailand has also been experiencing outright deflation. Ready? Great! So let's cut to the chase. Thailand is a nation trapped as a middle-income country. It has failed to become rich and is now rapidly becoming old. It was once hailed as a leading emerging market, but in recent decades it is creating fewer opportunities and is attracting less foreign direct investment than its regional rivals Indonesia, Vietnam and Malaysia. One of the main reasons is the country's unstable political environment. Let's start by going over it. The country's democracy is the oldest in Southeast Asia and was once the source of economic dynamism and regional leadership. But there have been 13 different military coups since 1932. Surprisingly, even with all the military coups, Thailand continued to be a thriving middle-income country up until 15 to 20 years ago. During the last 20 years, the country seems to have lost its shine. Other countries in the region have caught up and are now clearly taking the lead. The country's politics is to blame. In fact, the last two decades have seen a great political battle between Thaksin Shinawatra's populism on one side and the royalists and army on the other. Thaksin was prime minister in the early 2000s and his rule represented the turning point for the country's gradual decline. But the military coups in 2006 and 2014 are the real reason that are holding Thailand back as its ruling military monarchical elite continues to obstruct reform. The ruling establishment has further exacerbated some of the country's long-standing problems, such as cronyism, graft, and inequality. What is impressive, however, is that its 72 million citizens continue to voice their frustration. The 2020-2021 pro-democracy protests put the elite to a big test, but to no avail so far. Thailand was in the news in 2023 because of its most recent elections. Prayuth Chan Ocha, a former army chief who seized power in a coup in 2014, lost to pro-democracy parties looking to upend the monarchy and military establishment. Even with incredibly unfair advantages and rigging the system to their favor, the generals and royalists could not hold back the loud pro-democracy demands from their people. Led by Pita, a tech executive and Harvard graduate, the Move Forward political party drew huge support from educated urbanites and won a strong majority in the election. They looked to completely transform the country's institutions, reduce the monarchy's influence, dismantle its monopolies, and shrink the size of the army. But the ruling establishment did not allow Move Forward to form a government because they controlled the entirety of the Senate and can veto on any government formation. 
Futai Thaksin Shinawatra's pro-democracy party, who came in second in the election and was supposed to be part of a coalition with Move Forward, was then given the chance to form a government. However, in a twist of fate, in August 2023, Futai struck a deal with the ruling establishment and formed a government. This unprecedented move was followed by Mr. Thaksin's return to Bangkok after 15 years of self-imposed exile. The political move shocked everybody. The property tycoon Sretha Thafisin became the country's new prime minister and moved forward turned into the main opposition party. The deal between Mr. Thaksin and the military establishment looks extremely bad for Thai democracy. These were once sworn enemies and the opportunism of Fu Thai has clouded Thaksin Shinawatra's once famed image. The country's political instability is hurting its economic prospects. Interestingly, while the ruling elites make the democratic transition harder, Thailand was actually the world's most improved democracy in 2022 because of a healthier political opposition, according to EIU. Thailand's political instability is also having an effect on its economy. Thailand is still the second biggest economy in Southeast Asia, but is the only upper-middle income country in the world under military rule. As we said before, Indonesia and Vietnam are now the new hotspots attracting all investments. Malaysia is also enjoying strong growth. PETA's insistence on breaking up the numerous monopolies that affect many of Thailand's industries, such as agriculture, alcohol, and telecommunications, would greatly benefit the country. Thailand is surprisingly strong in the automotive supply chain and is the 10th largest producer of cars in the world, surpassing France and Britain. Japanese automotive companies such as Toyota, Nissan, and Honda expanded to Thailand many decades ago and put it at the center of the supply chain. Moving forward to today, and many Chinese companies are announcing investments in Thai factories. BYD, the biggest Tesla rival, will be building an EV factory, while Chang'an and Hoson look to expand EV production in the country. While there are reasons to be optimistic for the country, Thailand is struggling and will most likely continue to struggle unless significant reforms are made. This brings us on to the country's structural macroeconomic weaknesses, which can be summarized as demographics, debt, education, and agriculture. Let's start with demographics. Thailand has the lowest fertility rate in all of Southeast Asia, excluding Singapore. Between 2000 and 2021, Thailand's population aged 20 to 24 fell by 20% compared to South Korea losing only 15%. Its demographics are comparable to those of South Korea and Japan. The problem is that Thailand has less than a quarter of their GDP per capita. South Korea and Japan also have way more resources to both support aging citizens and attract skilled immigrants. Thailand is the perfect example of a country becoming old before becoming rich. The average age of Thailand is around 41 years old. The average age of ASEAN, a group of Southeast Asian countries, is 28 years. 
By 2030, over 25% of the Thai population will be over 60. It is experiencing a rapidly shrinking and aging population while also remaining a developing economy. One answer which makes sense would be to open up the country and attract immigration. But the pool of potential labor could dry up really fast as countries such as Cambodia, Vietnam and Malaysia grow much faster than Thailand. Why would they migrate to a stagnating country? Let's now move over to the country's debt situation. Thai household debt has now surged to 90% of GDP, up from 60% in 2010. Around a third of its people owe around $454 billion to local lenders. Thailand's debt ratio is higher than the US or Germany and is just behind South Korea and Hong Kong. This threatens economic growth and financial stability. There are also increasing reports of late payments for car and housing loans, as savings accumulated during the pandemic have dried up. Tourism is picking up pace, but it has failed to bring the much-needed boost to the economy. The high debt load is putting significant pressure on household consumption. This debt binge doesn't look very sustainable. In terms of education, Thailand has also been lagging when looking at education metrics. The country has seen declines in university enrollments. Its gross tertiary enrollment ratio, the number enrolled in tertiary education over the main level age cohort, peaked in the early 2010s and has been falling ever since. But this is mostly the consequence of a stagnating economy and political instability. Turning our attention to agriculture, it still represents a major pillar of the Thai economy, which isn't uncommon in Southeast Asia. Agriculture produces one-tenth of the country's GDP and employs one-third of its labor force. Rice is the main crop, although there has been some diversification into fruit in recent years. Thailand accounts for 14% of international rice trade, which is very impressive. However, the main challenge from this sector is that its farms are not very productive or efficient. Thailand could produce much more rice and fruit, but is struggling to maintain its production levels. Its average yields are lower than Vietnam, Cambodia and Laos, which is very embarrassing. This is due to the small size of an average Thai farm. The country's aging population is another factor affecting productivity, as farmers are either too old or too poor to invest in equipment or infrastructure to improve efficiency. This dim economic prospect is affecting the country's inflation rate, which in recent months is in deflation territory. The country is staging the region's slowest economic recovery post-pandemic, with consumer prices falling for three straight months through December. This indicates that demand is very weak. The country's central bank publicly said that deflation is due to government subsidies for fuel and electricity. But the new prime minister believes that cheaper borrowing costs are needed to boost credit demand. Lower interest rates could also help household debt from turning into a bigger problem. 
The challenges faced by Thailand are very unique. Political instability has certainly been very detrimental in hurting economic development and putting the country on the back foot. Reforms are desperately needed to turn things around. The country's debt and demographic trajectories are very worrying for the future of the nation. Thailand's weaknesses are the result of an unequal economy with a concentration of resources and power around large conglomerates and the wealthy. The country is stuck in the middle and serves as a lesson to many other developing countries around the world. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cock Time. Please leave a review and follow me wherever you get your podcast, and I'll be back next time with more insightful research.